Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And I'm Rory M. Spence from Dogcare Presents. You can find me at Dogcare Network or at Rory M. Spence on Twitter and Instagram. Alrighty, and today we're talking about minute number 100, which is going to be ta- uh, starting with uh, Rick Flag telling Deadshot after he shows him a pile of letters that his daughter writes him every single day. And then the minute's going to end with Killer Croc and Harley Quinn uh, saying that they will come with Deadshot as he promises to get Rick Flag um, to Enchantress. I guess um, just getting him there is is the goal. Um, but yeah, this is the, this is a moment where th- this whole minute really is is Rick Flag um, is Deadshot promising Rick Flag that he will get him to to Enchantress after after discovering that he's been hiding a bunch of letters um, from his daughter. Was that a question? Did you just ask a question? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like thinking in my head. Um, so I, I'm assuming, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but it's he's get, he's seeing these, all these letters, and 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 yes, he's angry at first because he's been hiding this information. But Deadshot is thinking that getting through this gets me to see my daughter, and so. Although I'm angry you've been hiding this information, I am now thankful to know that there there is a a happy ending out there if I help you guys complete this. Which is what we always thought. Um, but he's like I guess he It's weird I think you're right with that sentence that you just said. So in the past when we've been talking about Deadshot, um wanting to be free after this one job. Mm-hmm. It is We've we've been kind of taking it as like, hey, buddy, that's a lie. Like you you really gotta understand that they're lying to you. Mm-hmm. When you think about the end of the movie, it's not. It's not because it the things that Deadshot says ends up happening. So it's it's it, it's almost like we were tricking ourselves into thinking that the ending is going to be something that it's not. Um, maybe we uh, maybe we were thinking of the the reality behind their situation and that a criminal would be lied to like a criminal of this uh magnitude would be lied to in a sense and would have this leverage hanging over him and it and it the the happy ending does seem feasible is that a word i don't know anyway feasible. um yeah. so it's it's the, the turn right now with deadshot having the conversation with Rick Flag it's 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 a i think it's a 180 um maybe it's supposed to be a 180 but also they're they're going back to uh Deadshot and Rick Flag's somewhat of a pact where it's like hey we we made this plan i gave you my demands i'm still expecting you to i'm i'm still holding you to them so if i can finish this job we're we're good um, it just seems like, uh, it's, uh, we've said it before, dialogue has to move the plot along. Mm-hmm. This does exactly that, but it kind of does it like really blatant in my opinion. Yeah. It just yeah. jumps straight into it. Yeah. 
Yeah, you want to go into it a little more, Rory? Yeah, that's like what he said. Like, even though he's not even really saying that he's doing this to get back to see his daughter, he's doing it. He's saying he's he's almost saying it like he wants to prove something to his daughter that he's gonna do something good to make his daughter think he's a good man, mm-hmm. which is a different kind of motivation from what he had before. But yeah, he's um, yeah. But I get it, like it was that. Just, I suppose you could think of it as, as he's reminded of his daughter the letters and also he's just heard this story about a man who killed his children and lost his children. So yeah. he's been thinking about his daughter through this whole scene, I suppose. And that's why he's thinking that. But And with what it's Harley still said, good. It's, all kind of, it's all kind of... This is him processed all of that now and he's kind of jumping into this. It's the only way I can get it. I, I agree with you, it's kind of just out of nowhere, but... That's how I'm sort of rationalizing it now. Mm-hmm. I'm following with that rationality. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with it. Um, it's uh, at uh, on some level, it's it's a, it's selfish uh, on, from Deadshot's point of view, and I think that's on point, um, especially looking at them as a squad, where their intentions in the beginning were very selfish. It was uh, okay. I do this and I get out. And that's what they were telling people. Like, you do this job, you get time off. And it becomes a very selfish thing for each of them. So now it's kind of going back to Deadshot's motivation, where it is very selfish, but also it's in the right. You know what I mean? He is right to be making these demands. He is right to be uh, conjuring up this plan to finish the mission. Mm -hmm. Because it goes back to the beginning of his promise and his demands and stuff like that. So I think it is... It's it's rounding it all out. It's uh, Deadshot had this plan in the beginning. He diverted from it because unknown things were happening, like the other metahumans and Enchantress's army and all these things, and yada yada yada. And then he loses his faith right before this when he finds out Rick Flag has been lying to him and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he kind of just drops everything. He's like, "This mission is BS. I'm done with this. This is crazy. I'm out." And then now he has that motivation of back on his daughter, and it's well rounded. Um, I was going to say something about, um, Rory, you said that uh, he wants to prove to his daughter that he is still a good person, um, hmm. that he just is a good person in her eyes. That um, makes so much sense to me because I think in Deadshot's mind, he's probably thinking that his daughter has the idea of her daddy was taken away and thrown in a hole. Mm-hmm. It's never going to come out. Like, I think that's, that is... I don't have children, but that is crushing, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. That that realization of uh, your 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 children have one idea of you, and it's probably a bad idea because of the situation that you're in, because of your actions in the past. All of it is coming to light. You were trying to protect your daughter by not telling her the things that you do, by not telling her your work. She's mm-hmm. a smart kid. She knows you kill people, but she doesn't love you any less because you're her dad. I I. I completely agree uh, with Rory as well. And and I think, you know, before the motivation was just a get-out-of-jail-free card mm-hmm. and, and then you go see your daughter and stuff. And then life is normal. This, this change and what we talked about before where Suicide Squad, this movie, is the same objective done twice where, first of all, the Suicide Squad have to go stop Enchantress and Amanda and go rescue Amanda Waller because they have to, because they have bombs in their necks and, and they have to. 
The second part is doing that same exact thing, stop Enchantress, rescue Amanda Waller, because you want to. Mm-hmm. Not because you have to, but because you want to. And 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 this is where that change happens. This is um this is what should be <laughs> the Martha moment of Dawn of Justice where Batman realizes the error of his ways and 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 wants to be a hero again. Um and 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 Deadshot is not concerned with seeing his daughter again. My in my opinion is that that's not that's no longer the objective. It's not defeat Enchantress, rescue Amanda Waller, uh save Rick Flagg's relationship. It's not because he wants to get out of jail free now. It's just because of what he was heard from Diablo and and seeing the letters that his daughter still thinks of him where she said like it's I know you kill people but I still love you kind of thing and and you are my hero um that that shows that that shows Deadshot that his daughter still thinks of him as not as a piece of shit and mm-hmm. he wants to prove that and that's all that matters is that he says you know it's just going to be like a chapter in the bible I'm going to redeem myself by doing this because I want to be a hero I want to do the right thing and so I completely agree that that's the change in 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 redemption for him is just to prove that he can do the right thing, um, and and that is the that is all he asks for. He doesn't care if he sees his daughter anymore. He just wants to prove that, and he wants the world to know that he's not a piece of shit to his daughter or anything like that. And so this is his new motivation, and it's a motivation for all of them now, where they go, I I want to see this through because I want to do the right thing. Um, I think. It is a little quick, and I think the allegory itself needs a little more nuance, like like the the realization Batman has in Dawn of Justice, where he sees the errors of his ways and changes it to more of like, I want to be a hero. Um, Superman has done the same thing, where he's like, I want to do the right thing, and Wonder Woman has her thing, where she's like, I want to go back and do and start doing the right thing again. Um, this is, is Deadshot. Um, he blatantly states that this will be like a chapter in the Bible where I will redeem myself and, and, you know, and it sets up the resolution already, but I think the film itself, it was, if it was a little bit more nuanced and, 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 and finessed, um, we as the audience should be saying that, that this feels like, um, like this feels like people, going through the nine rings of hell and and by the end of it they they have redeemed themselves when, when they fight the devil itself and, and and something like that and so like if if the film itself had played like that and we could go through it minute by minute and go oh this is like very reminiscent of like a like they go through nine events together and and, and like and if it had that allegory the whole time I think we would we would be like wow this is a, a masterpiece of a film because it has that allegory but the allegory is stated in one sentence and and now we have to put it together like that. It feels like a chapter in the Bible of, of redemption for um, people who have been banished to hell or something like that. You don't get that unless, unless you force it to. Um, Whereas in Dawn of Justice, it's like the, the, that um, redemption is, is shown, not said. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. I think that, that, that's all I can really say for that is that, yes, I agree that that's his new motivation, but I, and I also agree that 
Yes, it is blatantly stated and in one minute and now we gotta now we gotta wrap it up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's one of those things, so um but yeah, um he says I'll carry your ass if I have to. This shit is gonna be like a chapter in the Bible. Um It's a very quick turn. Yeah. And I know we keep on saying it, but it is it is a very quick turn that Deadshot takes in this moment. Um specifically like him, I'm going to get you there kind of thing he said that before but it was more of like in a pep talk sense Mm. of uh you know deadshot's ability to get people there (laughs) is from past experience it works Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we can assume that deadshot will get him there um and i guess that's all that matters because it's enough gravitas to pull in harley quinn and and killer croc who they go all right we'll come (laughs) like kind of thing like they don't even have to have that's even quicker that I don't really like that much. That Harley is just like, right, let's go. Because what was she getting out of this at all? Like, given what she's just been talking about, mm-hmm. she's yeah. not going to be convinced by what Deadshot just said that goes against everything she just said a minute ago. It it seems out of character for just the minute because of backed up on the previous minutes that Harley Quinn was, you know, dishing things out to everybody. But it's not too far off of her character, in my opinion, because yeah. I do think that I, I can see a panel of Harley Quinn being annoyed at a circumstance and then something happens and then her just quickly like, OK, let's go. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that. Um, but again, we're just going back to dialogue has to move the plot along. Yeah, but it's and this a, it's, is exactly what that's doing. It's yeah, I guess it's going back to. The fact that Harley Quinn is crazy, and then and, and like, oh, she could do, she could say like, oh, like, this is the, this is this will be the rest of our lives, and then she's like, all right, I'll, I'll come, and if we die, we die, or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's something, you know, something wacky, crazy. It's Harley Quinn, baby. That's, Bing, boom, bow. Yeah, that's what yeah. they do in the comic books. She's crazy. It doesn't make any sense at all. And we go, yeah, okay, that that fits. That, that checks out. Um, Killer Croc, I think. I think Killer Croc, it's it's not said, um, but I I think I could assume that Killer Croc is is kind of within the same boat where he might be like, I wish I could prove something that people would would like about me and 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 have some sort of redemption where, you know, I go I'm not just a monster, you know, I can I can prove that I'm I'm more than that or something, you know, so. Killer Croc's um, not actually walking towards the exit, though. He walks in the opposite direction. I think he's getting his jacket, his other jacket. He has, like, okay. two jackets. He's got layers or something. It's very... Oh, he's he got, like, like, that a, velvet hoodie on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got, like, a velvet hoodie, and then he's got, like, um, um, like a leather jacket, an alligator skin jacket. So I, I, I don't know. Alligator seats with the head in the inside. <laughs> That's from a rap song. Yeah. I figured Nate. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's got good style. He doesn't have a tie, but he's yeah, got good style. It's not really my style, but uh, yeah, you can see it. I like the velvet. I do like the velvet. It's also got a crocodile on the back of it, his hoodie. I don't think we've noticed that. Yeah, when he stands it's up, like little, you see it. You, you yeah. see it? I don't know if you see it here, but. Uh, you do it right there. They were like. Right, right then. You see it. <laughs> When they were like, "Oh, we gotta pack clothes for our criminals before they go in the Midway City," yeah. we're like, "Let's." He's a crocodile man. Buy him an alligator skin jacket. <laughs> put a patch on that jacket. It has an alligator on it. He likes alligators. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? What? 
Because there's no it's way it's not they... their clothes, Dick Pro. I'm sure they've given them their own clothes. Yeah, no, they didn't go get. They didn't go. No, we've had this discussion. Yeah, they, they went okay. into their personal house. But what personal house? He That's... lives in a sewer. They're not. They bought him clothes. And they made him what he was wearing when he was arrested. But then we said that about Harley, but she was wearing a crazy gold dress when Batman took her in. Yeah. Like, they, she had a locker somewhere that had Harley Quinn clothes on it. Diablo burned his entire closet down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what clothes are they pulling from? They like must have. Hey, well, yeah, they've just given him a vest, like. <laughs> so but it has his gang on it, and the Letterman jacket. Yeah, it has his gang yeah. affiliation yeah. on it. So they must have been. They must have went to his gang. Does it have it? What does it have? <laughs> he got on? a new jacket from his gang. They asked yeah, his they, gang. For a they jacket. were like, "Hey, your buddy's needs <laughs> He's clothing. doing time, but he needs a jacket." And, he, and they were like. And they were like, "We got give you. this to our homie." <laughs> and they said, "Okay, <laughs> whatever you say." Was it? Isn't his Letterman jacket just like blue and white with a D on it? Yeah, and, but on the back it has this whole. Oh, like, I was gonna say, biker... hey, it could be like a Dodgers jacket. <laughs> no, it has this whole like biker gang um, jacket. They're not like, bikers. You know, I'm, I'm talking about the aesthetic on the back, yeah. detailing. It says they're the West Coast, whatever. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it like they. They represent. I don't know. They they raided some closet. They got the they got the clothing somehow. And you would end up um, talking about clothes at some point. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> we this this we movie apparently won an award for uh, costume or something. No, it's hair, hair and makeup. Uh, yeah, hair and makeup. Hair and yeah, makeup. Never mind. Scratch Close that. enough. <laughs> Scratch that. Um, who else has got good clothing? Uh, who else has clothing? Slipknot was arrested and taken with his, Mm. yeah, with his like spool, his rocket ropes. Yeah, his his spools were all attached to him, and Captain Boomerang was brought with his clothing on him. Diablo, Deadshot, Killer Croc, and Harley Quinn are the only ones that are brought. Am I forgetting someone? That's it. No, Deadshot was also taken in when he was in street clothes. I sure was. Oh yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> so yeah, they went to his house, got his his outfit and his mask and everything. Mm-hmm. They went if they could steal the clothes, they went and stole the clothes. But if they didn't have the clothes, they went and bought them clothes. Because there's no, there's no, they're not finding where. That's where your taxpayers' money. Yeah, going Killer towards. Croc's residency is like okay. Well, what sewer is his closet in? They're not doing. <laughs> <laughs> they're not doing that, and they're like, oh, he just so happened to have alligator jackets. Yeah, yeah another not... interesting point. Velvet doesn't react well when wet. It doesn't hold up. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> can't be wet at all. Like yeah. this doesn't make any sense. And they got they got everything for Harley Quinn. They got the whole wardrobe in there, it's even like, like other costumes. Yeah, it's, it's like Padme's like... fucking wardrobe closet in there. Mm-hmm. They got like here's your outfit from issue number sixty two. It's like like stuff like that. It's just like just re- bumping things out. Like, yeah, they give them all the choice. Here's... You don't see that, do you? If they give them all like a, a little range of outfits to to choose from, that would be cool. Like a revolving closet. <laughs> It's like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater character. Creation. Oh yeah, good callback, Mark. <laughs> I like that. That was good. Um, but uh, she she gets. I think even her the outfit that she was captured in was in that in that box. It like the the gold and and black diamond dress. Like it was in there. Was it like hanging out of it? 
It was underneath. Because she picks up like the gesture. She gesture. picks up the one and everyone goes, oh, it's classic Harley Quinn outfit. And mm-hmm. then she throws it away and we go, oh, <laughs> stupid. Um, but yeah, like all her other clothes and her hammers and her mallet is in there and stuff like that, which it, and she picks up the baseball bat instead. Whatever. It's, it's, it's so, it's so confusing that moment. And then they, they did the thing where they, they designed the boxes. Remember they put like a giant HQ and diamonds and hearts all over it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you're thinking what military person just wrote that? You can put just a name tag and say, Hey, this belongs to Harleen Quinzel doctor you like, paint you spray painted it like that's is that little cash ever going to get used again like they yeah they spray painted it like it was like a like a loot crate yeah from harley quinn like giving it to someone it's so it's so bizarre it's so bizarre but um but yeah we had we had to close it out talking about some clothing yeah um as you do um trying to think of anyone else who had clothing no i think that was it Captain Boomerang some, actually he has Captain written in front of his like his jumper or his zip up, whatever it is. It's a hoodie. It, it says Captain. It's printed on it. Yeah, it says Captain across the front of his whatever he's wearing under his big jacket. He's got something that says Captain on it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's whose outfit impresses you the most, or are you, are you not uh, impressed by any of them? Yeah, none of them are that good. I'd probably Captain Boomerangs, to be honest. <laughs> like, I can't remember what he's wearing over it, but let me just find which, which one seems the most normal to you? Do you think you would see someone dressed up like Captain Boomerang walking probably. around your town? No, in Glasgow, <laughs> you could see any of these people. Honestly, it's just, it's not, uh, there's a lot of weirdos in Glasgow. Uh, let me just look at Captain Boomerang again. Yeah, yeah Captain Boomerang's I mean, is like, fairly normal. I think here in America... <laughs> here in America, seeing someone like, uh, uh, well, they all kind of, well, except Killer Croc, but like Harley Quinn and, and and Diablo are people that you could see here in America, and it's like, it's like, yeah, that those people exist, yeah, like especially Harley Quinn now has had an effect, and and um, who's she based off? Debbie Harley is is, yeah. the, is the inspiration for her, yeah, like like seeing Harley Quinn or someone who who is infatuated with Harley Quinn and, and and dying their hair that way. Like that's a thing now. And so, yeah, I could see that, especially, um, the, uh, the hot topic belt. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> that's still a it's thing. Fairly early two um, thousands. You saw a lot of people like that. I remember those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And baseball tees that that's a big thing still. Yeah. So, but I, no, I, I dig the, um, I dig the captain boomerang look, but that's, that's definitely not like an American look. That's something that you would probably get on your on your side of the globe there. But um, he's rocking it. He's got the he's got the shaved sides and that that coat. I think is amazing. Yeah. I would wear that. Coat. Oh yeah. Are you in a, coat you is, in a, is I bang. don't know where you're based. You're in a fairly warm area. Is that maybe? Because I think maybe like in colder places you would get people dressed like that quite commonly. I mean, definitely not. Um, Australia, because <laughs> where no. he's from, it's like I don't think he'd be wearing that jacket. But no. but yeah, but um, yeah, we moved to Central City, and he's pretty cold there, presumably. <laughs> a lot cooler than Australia for sure. Um, but yeah, like, definitely like clothing that you see from Diablo and Harley Quinn and and Killer Croc's wardrobe specifically. It's like yeah, you could see that stuff, especially in like the New Orleans area or something like that. But 
Um, I think that's going to wrap it up for this minute. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rory, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having so me much again. for joining us this week. Yeah, it's been absolute absolute blast. I know it's probably not as impactful as uh, some of the stuff we got to talk about in Man of Steel or Dawn of Justice, but we wanted to have your opinion. Uh, we've always loved you having on the on the show and, and talking about your opinions. But before you go, uh, you want to go ahead and plug uh, where people can find you and what you've been yeah, up sure. to. Yeah, uh, sure. So yeah, uh, we talked earlier on the week about hangover reviews which is now finished but is still there on youtube if you want to see me review things to watch and do with the hangover and uh i also have a podcast called dog hair presents where I teach people about a new topic every week and uh try to think relevant to your listeners interests what ones we've done recently i've not done any like dc i often do like a character from a comic can do like the history of them but I don't think I've done any DC ones recently but Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman I've all done in the past done some other comic book mm-hmm. stuff uh, Captain Marvel recently uh, so yeah that's all there uh, at doghairnetwork.com Spotify and iTunes and probably wherever you found this uh, just doghair one word presents mm-hmm. did you um how did you think about Aquaman? Because that, that came out recently. Yeah. Did you uh, do anything for I, that? I didn't. I didn't. Have any opinions on that movie? I actually had a lot of fun with it. I went myself one day when I was off work and just went to the cinema myself near the end of the run because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people weren't really that interested in it. Like, I know it made a lot of money, but like people I was talking to or my friends, maybe just a little isolated group, just weren't that interested. So, But yeah, I actually was surprised by how much I enjoyed it because I wasn't expecting much from it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the rest of the world wasn't expecting much, but it, it honestly it was it was very surprising. I think it delivered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I watched it the other day. I bought it on digital, and I I don't know what kind of format they gave me with the digital, but it almost seems like like if you buy it on digital, like they gave you like some sort of four K quality. Cause oh, really? I was I I was looking at it because I saw it on IMAX and. I think theaters in general, when you see a movie, it looks okay because it's being projected on a screen. Mm-hmm. And we need to get over that and just replace them all with like digital screens or something, and just and just do like giant LED screens or something and stop with projecting stuff. But seeing it on my TV as a home release and 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 watching it digitally, I was really looking at some of the the water effects and, and, and I don't know if they updated the VFX from theater to home release, but I, I was like, damn, this is a beautiful film. Uh, you know what, regardless if you want to talk about, um, performances or or writing or anything like that, like, sure. It might be a a simple tone film, but holy shit, that movie delivers. That movie is is fun to watch. So it's, it's kind of incredible. So, um, but, uh, one day we'll talk about Aquaman yeah. and, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up today. So if you enjoyed everything, you can find us on all social media at DCU minutes and the Facebook group, the DC cinematic minute listener society, where you could join us to talk about today's minute, man of steel minute, Dawn of justice minute, or even our other podcasts where we talk about DC universes, doom patrol. And you can join us there to talk about it with guests who have been on the show and listeners who also listen to the show. And if you want to support us, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us out on the show and helps other people find the show. 
and I cannot thank you enough if you do so. And we'll catch you Monday for minute 101 of Suicide Squad. <laughs>